Hey Hopheads, welcome back to The Hoppy Wanderer. In this episode, we found ourselves back in Ellensburg where we checked out the two breweries in town, Whipsaw and Iron Horse. First, we'll go to Whipsaw where we chatted with owners Debbie and Charlie Tierney and got the backstory on how Whipsaw came to be. We also caught up with Mario Alfaro, owner of the Red Pickle food truck, and found out why beer isn't the only thing to check out while at Whipsaw Brewery. After that, it's off to Iron Horse, where I spoke with Wes about all the cool things going on there. And just a reminder that March 16th, that's this Friday, the Hoppy Wanderer is hosting its first craft crawl. I'll give you the full details on that later in this episode. Sit back and relax. You're listening to The Hoppy Wanderer. owners of Whipsaw, is that correct? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead and introduce your guys' self. So I'm Debbie Tierney. And I'm Charlie Tierney. And uh, what brought you guys to the idea of doing a brewery? Oh, I think it was insanity. Uh. <laughs> a little bit of that. But it was really, um, we had both kind of been commuting in our jobs for many years, and we were tired of making the daily commutes, and he was working in different parts of the state, so he was gone during the week, and I was working at home and living and doing day-to-day work. And He'd been brewing for more than 20 years in our backyard and things like that. I was the guy, I, I had the garage I would open up every Friday night. Oh. To the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody would come to our house yeah. and drink beer. It was really funny because they would come in, like friends, they'd come in through the front door and they would go down the hallway, go into the garage, open the freezer, grab a glass, and then pour a beer before we even knew they were actually here to visit. <laughs> so, I mean, we'd just been brewing for years and it was one of those points where you just said, why not? Yeah. And have you always been into beer? Oh, so, that's a good story. We transitioned that and yeah. <laughs> What I told him, because I thought he would never make it happen, oh. you make a beer I like, and you can open a brewery. Oh my goodness. Yes. And he did. And, and I held her to it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and do you mind if I ask what type of beer he made? The Buzz on Blackberry. It's the number one. That's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And so you guys have been here since 2015, or is this... Uh, we started the build-up in 15. 15. We opened okay. in February 2016. Cool. You guys have like changed a bit of the tap room. You've like redecorated it, kind of. We got the screen up there. We've got this theme going in the, in here. It's it's forever changing. Okay. You know, we have yeah. new stuff, and, and uh, you know, we started with five tap handles, because yeah. that's all we could afford. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're up to 15, and that's where it ends. But. It, was, it was time. It needed a facelift. It had been two years. But it looks great. I mean, I liked it before, because I like homely, like, you know, live-in places, but this, it's nice. It's great. And um, the woodwork. Your guys' countertops and all the tables, is that hand done by a local person? or? It's a local person, John Graff. He's retiring uh, school administrator. And, uh, uh, and this is kind of his hobby, him and his dad's hobby. And he made that center table, and that's how we met, met him. Yeah, he, so we're fortunate. So for Whipsaw, you've got this amazing outdoor area, except kids and dogs, which I appreciate. I love animals. Is there anything more that you guys are looking for from Whipsaw, or is this the ultimate dream right here? I think that it can be the ultimate dream, but if we're not continuing to look at other opportunities and to see what we can do better or what we can improve on, then we're not doing what we can do for the community. So, the community you know. has really supported us. 
us really, really well here. And we give back as much as we can to the community. So hopefully in time, a bigger system. So we can keep up a little bit better um, distribution because obviously you were at the beer shop, so yes. you know we're doing that. But I think we always have to keep looking at what we can do and how we can do it. And if you don't evolve and if you don't make changes, then it gets stale. That's great that you guys want to one give back to the community and just keep growing. Yeah. So slow. Right. We're like the tortoise and the hare. Like he's like three blocks ahead of me, and whatever the next step in, and, and then she pulls me back. Right. Yeah. Come on back. Come on back. Not, not, not yet. Not, not yet. Just hold on. Yeah. She's got. You got that rope hey, on him just I, a bit. Yeah. 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 Just balance the checkbook today. That ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have to ask this about each person that I interview. What is your favorite beer, other than obviously? what your brewery offers? Oh, gosh. My go-to beer, um, my favorite brewery is uh, Rodenbach Brewing and their Grand Crew. So I have Backwoods Brewing. They're in Washington up um, in the gorge. Mm -hmm. Their blueberry wheat is like yes. too freaking died more. Yeah. Um, Iron Horse Irish Death. Right. I drank it way too much one night. <laughs> but it's still like if I go to Iron Horse, that's my go-to. Right. It's and like then Icicle, yeah. Icicle Brewing. <laughs> right. But they're Dark Persuasion. Oh, of course. That's a constant on this side. Those we've three. multiple times we've had Dark Persuasion be the favorite of a lot of people. And I'm excited to see what you guys have to bring, you know, seasonal-wise and everything, especially with the sours. That's going to be awesome. Uh, well, we've got a few new beers coming out this spring. One's uh, our brown sugar bourbon, brown L. That's a mouthful. Right. Yeah. And we're doing that in uh, collaboration with the Heritage Distillery in Roslyn. And then uh, the other one, just a barrel-aged saison. I'm going to blend it with another one, and it's funky farmhouse ale, and you'll only see it here. I'm sorry, beer shop won't get it. Is that the fruit one? The one yeah. that's been sitting on Yeah, it aged in a red, red wine barrel for six months. One barrel was on fresh raspberries, and the other was on fresh blueberries. Yeah. It's coming out in about a month. Okay, so, cool. I'll give it to you. The Saison is the best beer I ever made. So really? It's like lemonade beer. I've been craving lemonade, good. too. So. Just, you sold me. I know, yeah. Aren't we supposed to say the red pickle is awesome? <laughs> you can if you want. <laughs> we just had our best friend. No, no, actually, we're a godsend to each other. Yeah, because you guys have good beer and you've got food. He serves salt on his french fries, so everybody wants to drink <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, we yeah. have to be the tasters. <laughs> it's not the beer, it's the red pickle. Thanks, Debbie and Charlie. So we know Whipsaw has some tasty beers on tap. Now let's go to Mario Alfaro, owner of the Red Pickle, and find out more about the food being served up just outside of Whipsaw Brewery. Okay, so we are here with Mario from the Red Pickle. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our viewers here, our listeners, excuse me. Well, my name is Mario Alfaro. I am from Guatemala City, and uh, I've been living uh, probably like all my life in Washington, D.C., so that's how I ended up over here. Okay. How long have you been in Ellensburg? Three years. Three, three years. years. Okay. Yeah. Your wife, is she from here, or did you meet somewhere else? I met her in Washington, D.C. while we were working in a restaurant. Basically, she's a local person from here. That's why we done ending up over here. Okay, cool. I love the red pickle. It's amazing food, and the veggie burger, that's my favorite. It's amazing. 
amazing, and the rosemary fries, awesome. But where do you get your inspiration for the food? Thank you so much for that uh, compliment. This really means a lot to us. Well, uh, so basically when we started uh, working on the menu for the food truck, uh, basically we didn't even know that we were gonna be owning a food truck. So what we did is kind of like try to grab what it is all about, you know, in America, saying like a burgers, and we want to try to twist it with a little bit of Guatemalan style twist. And that's why, like, literally, like, we're done ending up with it. Okay, cool. Yeah, because there's a lot of flavor in your guys' dishes, which is appreciative. But you're right, people, you know, Americans, we want French fries, we want burgers. How long has the red pickle been working? About uh, two years and a half. Yes, two years. And how did you guys end up at Whipsock? Basically, what we're ending up over here is that by the time I think uh, they were opening up, I think they didn't want to try to serve food. So basically, we were new. We were like three months already being open, and we were parking in a university way, trying to serve the college crowd. And then somehow they try your food, we get connected, and then we are here. Awesome. That's cool. Because, yeah, Whipsaw's beer and your guys' food, it does complement each other. Are you a craft beer drinker? I do really like beer. IPAs are my favorite ones. Yes. Do you have a favorite? In general, about a lot of breweries, I tell you honestly, I really love a lot of, like, it is uh, Lagunitas-style beers. Okay. And also, uh, when I was in Washington, D.C., I work as a bar manager, and the whole point about doing the whole bar managing is try to grab more craft beers. Right. And there's a brewery there that they call Three Stars, which is a really popular beer in Washington, D.C., and that's how everything becomes, like, tasting a lot of craft beers. Thank you. Right. A customer, right? Yeah, customer appreciating the food just as much as me. Yeah, if somebody is listening, you know, like willing by you to come over here and try a little bit of twist of Guatemalan style flair. Uh, we're focusing more also in different type of wild game burgers, we call it. So we bring alligator, we bring elk, we bring, uh, bring frog legs, we do a lot of like shrimp boil, and uh, hopefully. If you can check our webpage, stay tuned. We are doing uh, something am- amazing and exciting that they call pop-up dinners. Kind of like a style restaurant, but we will choose different locations. We sell tickets and all the stuff like that. And we will pair also beer with their menus. So basically, like, we will do, like, four courses meal that uh, it's going to introduce more of, like, pairing, you know, into, like, items that we will be creating with a different That's type of amazing. chase. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm following you guys on Facebook, so I will stay tuned for that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah cool. Thank you Thank for the you. opportunity. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. From Whipsaw and the Red Pickle, we head to Iron Horse Brewery, where we met up with Wes. We are here with Wes from Iron Horse. What do you do for Iron Horse? I'm one of the brewers. Actually, I'm pretty new to the team. I've only been working here about six months. Nice, but you've been a part of the podcast that Iron Horse has been putting on. Yeah, that's true. You know, I look at the podcast. It's a great way for us to talk about some things we're doing as a brewery, Mm -hmm. but it's also a great way to just talk about craft beer in general. And, you know, we're ambassadors for our own own brewery, but also just craft beer in general. You guys were talking on one of the podcasts about the hazy craze that everybody's going through. What is Iron Horse doing about that? Are they giving into that kind of? We do have a beer on tap. It's called Gramps IPA. It's a hazy IPA, and that is our uh, seasonal IPA release this year. We're doing a series of IPAs 
of seasonal releases. So that's available January through April. So what drew you to Iron Horse as an employee? Like what brought you here? Well, I'm a local, so grew up in the area. Uh, have obviously known about them and always enjoyed their beer. And I actually, in the last couple of years, completed a decent amount of beer education, brewing education. I went through the Bachelor of Science program here at Central. Uh, I was one of the first people to graduate from that. So when I saw that there was a brewer opening at Iron Horse, it was definitely something I had to jump at. And Iron Horse has done a couple different things with the brewing program. The head brewer actually taught one of the research classes there for a semester, and that was great. Uh, They've also helped sponsor a couple of the brewing kind of competitions each year, not just the Bachelor of Science, but the certificate program as well at the college. They have kind of a brewing competition at the end after they've learned all their stuff, and uh, each team brews like a different beer, and then they're all judged by different people and stuff like that. So Iron Horse has participated in that a couple times. They're great at being involved in that, as well as many of the other things around here. So, Is there anything new that we can expect from Iron Horse that you can tell us? Well, I did mention the new IPA seasonal right. releases. So we'll, we have the hazy one right now, and then there will be a fruity IPA that releases in May and will be through August and then the third of the year there will be an Imperial IPA in that series. Uh, We really have kind of put some renewed effort into the IPA production. Uh, On top of those three beers we also have a new IPA called Hand Cannon that came out pretty recently as well as a Citra Hopped Pale Ale. It's called Send It. So those are both pretty new as well. Awesome. We're doing a craft crawl the day before St. Patrick's Day. Iron Horse does the Patty's 0.5K run. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, it's a great event. Uh, It's the fourth year that we've done it. There's, of course, the very short race. Right. (laughs) uh, But there's lots of other things going on with that as well. All the fun activities associated with races a lot of the time. And then also, later in the day, we have a St. Patrick's Day party here called Patty On. We actually have live music, and we'll have a beer garden outside. We have actually a band called Iron Horse Bluegrass, and they do some really cool stuff, definitely worth checking out, and also um, another band, Guess When, from Boise, I'm pretty sure. Beer garden-wise, is that just Iron Horse beer still? It'll just be Iron Horse, yeah. Yeah. And also, I should mention, the uh, Half K, all the proceeds and everything, it's used as a way to raise money for the Fish Food Bank here in town, so it's a good cause and a lot of fun. Okay, so I have to end every interview with what is your favorite beer other than the Iron Horse Brewery beer? That's a good question. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I know what I'm going to say because I think we might disagree on this. Okay. My favorite beer is Top Cutter. I, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I listen to some of your other podcasts and uh, <laughs> no, you're not the biggest fan. No. So. But that's okay. To each their own. Everybody's yeah. palate's different. That's, that's cool, there's though. There's such a variety of beer out there, yeah. so everyone can like something. And what about Top Cutter do you like? Super fresh. And I think it has a ton of hop flavors, a lot of going on, herbal, tropical fruit, citrus fruit, just a ton of stuff. And it can be really overwhelming. I do understand that part. The first time I had a top cutter, I wasn't very seasoned as far as IPAs go, and I thought it was the most bitter thing yeah. I had tasted. <laughs> and do you mind if I ask what you're drinking today? I'm drinking, we have a pilot tap called Brew Lab. Every time a new batch goes on there, it just has the batch number right now. It's Brew Lab 5399. 
$1.99, I think. And it's actually recipe for the fruity IPA we're going to be releasing. It's kind of a tester to see how it goes. It's okay. actually the second iteration of it so far. And it's a recipe that I actually put together. Oh, cool. Awesome. I'm sorry. So if, as a customer, if I were to go up to the bar and ask for Brew Lab, just yes, that's it? They have. Yep, there's a tap out there and okay. it says Brew Lab on it. I don't have to be it. somebody special I think or it's like the Irish Death School with goggles like scientist goggles oh, okay. on or something so <laughs> cool yeah anyone can get it you guys just recently started a mug club is that true yeah it's been going on but i okay. think registration for this year opened up recently oh okay and they're really cool mugs handcrafted i think in idaho and you get your name on it and it's a great deal a lot of perks definitely worth checking out as someone like. who doesn't know what this mug thing is like can you elaborate a little bit like what is it <laughs> uh I being can. <laughs> there you I'm go. A mug club member amongst yes. us. Yes, I am. Yes. So is uh, it worth it? I get into all the parties free. I get a discount on swag. I get a discount on buying kegs of, of beer. Um, yeah, it's absolutely worth it. And I'm not even in the year of beer. <laughs> you know, that's that's a different program. I, I, I just get into the parties free and, and yeah, it's worth it. Cool. Nice. Thank you. It's also a 20 ounce mug, but you get uh, a 20 ounce pour for the price of a 16 ounce. That's and the mug's nice. actually cool. Like if I do say, those look pretty awesome. Do you have more than one mug or is that the standard? They're all well, kind of that I've same got, style. I've got six or seven of them. I, 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 six, I think. This is coming up on seventh year. Nice. Oh, wow. Long time member. <laughs> <laughs> What is Iron Horse hoping to do later on? Like, is there any other big picture stuff that you're aware of? Or are they happy and content in what they're doing right now? I think we're doing pretty great right now. Production and sales and everything are increasing. But on top of that, I think there, at some point, not in the near future, but sometime down the road, there might be like a tap room at the brewery or something like that. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. That's not anytime soon. but. Right. That could happen at some point. That's cool. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your, you know, Friday night to be with us. It's all good. Yeah. I actually work tomorrow, so it's really just my Thursday. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Hey, everyone. I just want to remind you that we have the craft crawl happening on March 16th. That's this Friday, just before St. Patrick's Day. Their call starts at 6 p.m. over at the Wandering Hop. There will be a few nibbles for people to enjoy. In between, we'll be hitting up Redifer's Brewing Company, Birchman's Brewing Company, and Hop Nation, where Jaylee and the Lost Boys will be performing again. Then we'll end the night at the beer shop with dessert. And a special treat, all our craft crawl locations have donated some goodies for a raffle. Get two raffle tickets for a dollar and get some awesome stuff. So come on out and join us and help support our local breweries. As always, thank you, Hopheads, for listening to the Hoppy Wanderer podcast. Remember to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as the Hoppy Wanderer so you can be notified of local beer scene events and new episodes. Please subscribe to our page on CastBox as well so you can be the first to know what the Hoppy Wanderer is up to. Special thanks to my producer, Mo Aristegui, and Appleseed Media. My name is Kyrie, the Hoppy Wanderer. Until next time, cheers.